0: Welcome to Critical Hit, a major spoilers podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and checking us out this week. We're back. We spent some time learning about spaceships and the roles of spaceships and upgrading our spaceships. Kevin, where are you going to take us this week?
1: I think we're going to go to space. Yay!
2: Shocking! Space. Flight yes. Uh, yeah.
1: So, uh, your upgrades last time on Up- critical, critical Hit, hit were... Uh, we were, in order to prepare you and your ship for uh, the race that you are about to run the redemption race, uh, the round that should get you back in the good graces of uh, the drifters, executives, such as, uh, you know, and the the mysterious power brokers behind the scenes like Eon Souljet and team Electrum. Uh, But you have to run the race first so uh you guys had done your upgrades on verses you had your little uh crew uh ready to to assist with repairs uh should that come up but uh and before that you'd met with uh team electrum and uh discussed uh your you know the fate of uh your Collective enterprise here uh, and whether you were destined to be uh faces or heels uh, and uh, you came to some sort of accord uh, with them uh, but uh, none of that matters unless you guys can uh, pull off a win uh today so we're going to go ahead and cut to uh the race you guys have been given coordinates uh that uh you know rain sends them to you but unfortunately they're they're no you know she didn't get them ahead of time or anything like that so uh they're out in the middle of nowhere technically impact world space um but uh, just in some, uh, like a debris field of asteroids and nebulas. Nothing, n- no no inhabited uh, worlds or anything like that. And that is where you are all supposed to meet.
0: We warp in out of subspace and our light speed engines
3: cool down.
1: And you drift others. in out of. Oh, that's it. Space. yep, yep. <laughs>
0: And, and we
3: eject our arrival fireworks. I, so I,
0: I, I'm going to derail you here for just a moment, Kevin. There sure. was some interesting talk in our Discord server from our uh, from our listeners uh, who listened to the ship's combat explanation and the, um, uh, the upgrade Im- uh, information. And they said it feels like a lot like, I think they said one of the Star Wars games uh, that kind of does this. This exact same thing, and they thought that that was rather interesting that um, that there was that similarity in ship build and ship flight and that kind of stuff mm. that uh, people people use.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've played a couple of the Star Wars RPGs. Um, I do like how much, like how how central a ship is to Starfinder. I mean, you you could yeah, definitely yeah. play Starfinder without having a ship. For sure, but they allocate a huge amount of the core rulebook to ships and ship mm-hmm. combat, and it's a whole different thing. And I think it's really cool. Yeah, definitely. I say that now before I run this for you. Ask me again <laughs> afterwards. I'm gonna have a migraine. I hope
0: well, not. we are all we are all ready, but uh, yes, we hope we do not give you a migraine.
1: <laughs> I, I kid, I kid, I kid because I love. Um, but it is always, it's tricky when there's a separate system, right? Like that's, that's yeah. an ask for the players. It's an ask for the DM to like know a whole additional set of rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, like whenever you can kind of blend things like, oh, the ship has an armor class. It's like, okay, cool.
4: Fine. Yeah. And the fact that our skills impact directly what happens to the ship.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. I make a skill check as my character, I make an engineering check and I fix the thing, reallocate shields or whatever. But you guys are uh pulling up and uh you see ahead of you um a a very strange uh racetrack. Um so uh it's going to be described by our Hosts here in a moment, so i'll 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 save that for you but uh it's in the middle of space, it's not near a planet. there are asteroids and and some uh space gas kind of uh, wandering about um but it is very brightly lit, and you can tell where you're supposed to be uh stationed uh near um again one of those giant uh electronic uh checkered flag uh, beginning signs uh where the other ships are pulling up.
0: Is there a little guy in a cloud that says uh lap one?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh anything that you guys discuss amongst yourselves?
3: Mm, we need to check our blue shell allocation. <laughs> now be sure to
5: hit the gas on the second light.
2: I'll uh be like, you know, Kind of look to uh uh and would be like, should we give an inspirational pep talk to the team before we start?
4: Yeah. <laughs> Alright, everyone. Uh due to circumstances out of our control, we were knocked out of the race, but by exercising an immense amount of free will. And uh, also getting corporate interests involved, we have managed to essentially worm ourselves back into this. And as the mighty worm burrows deeply into somebody's thorax, we will also burrow deeply into the thorax of this race and win it. Which I guess would be like not killing the host. I okay. I'm a little bit. Amu, how do worms work? <laughs> uh, which it's
2: kind? I'll be burrowing into their hearts.
4: Yes. They're the hearts of the public, and also the hearts of um, our sponsors, and most importantly, into the heart of gold—that is the money at the end of this race—and
2: to their brains, because they won't be able to stop thinking about how awesome we are.
4: That's right. We will be a full system infection to this uh, to this show, and it will never be the same again.
0: Uh, there's a little synthetic tear that runs down Bob's uh, cheek. He's just so inspired by these words. Yeah.
4: Seriously, though, guys, do your jobs, man your stations, uh, don't panic, and, um, yeah, you guys are doing great. I trust all of you. Yeah. And I'll, I'll look at Skritic, uh to do what you're supposed to do during the race.
5: <laughs> okay. There's a clang of a uh, hatch and uh, scuttering in the vents as he runs down to the engineering.
2: Everyone feeling good.
5: Everybody feeling
4: uh, loose and ready. Everybody got uh, what your makeup on, your uh... or whatever you need, or hats. Yeah.
2: Let's pull up, pull right. like A little brush and brush my scales. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the ship is already being surrounded by camera bots uh and an extra bumper is being attached uh to the rear. It's being um there's uh like ma- it's being magnetically sealed and then uh there's a spellcaster evidently also casting something that uh seals it to the uh back of the ship. You remember that the sand skink had a bunch of its systems... uh, Turned Mm -hmm. off. Yeah, locked until we
2: reach a certain level of awesomeness.
1: Yep, so who knows exactly what this bumper does. But it's being done to all the ships, not just yours.
4: What other ships are here, do we know?
1: Yeah, so... uh, That seems like a good time to cut away to uh, the uh, view that these camera bots are providing, uh, and you see that little uh, silver swoosh of a desk uh, that uh, two of your hosts are seated behind, the human Jockhammer and uh, the Barathu Shulai, uh, the same hosts you guys have seen at your previous race. Hello everyone and welcome to the 27th season of Drifters, the galaxy's only Infosphere show with Pain Demon set designers on staff. I'm your host, Jock Hammer, joined again by Shulai. I think you mean Velstrax, colloquially known as Chitons, not Pain Demons, you uneducated ape. That's right, I can never keep my evil outsider straight without that uh, old childhood rhyme saying it out loud. and sharp with razors frighten, through pain and piercings they enlighten. But enough nursery rhymes, Shulai, why don't you tell the audience what's special about this race? This is a redemption race, meaning that each of the teams present was previously eliminated from contention but they are now offered a second chance to remain in Drifters. Unlike a normal race, only the winning team will advance to the next segment. And of course, for today's race, is not like any we've seen before. How would you uh, describe it, Shulai? Why, the course is quite simply a series of seven electro-magical fields, arranged in concentric rings with hidden warp gates to connect them, all moving at different relative speeds. Obviously. Right, right. Uh, Let me try a metaphor for the audience. Imagine a really big onion ring. And where the onion is, inside the batter, that's the racetrack. And the batter... Is the electromagical field that moves everything within the ring at a certain speed, like a like a moving walkway. And then there are six more onion rings, each smaller and contained within the previous, like nesting dolls. And they each move faster than the previous ones. And each ring is a color of the rainbow, the outermost being red, then orange, proceeding all the way down to violet in the innermost ring rainbow nesting doll moving walkway onion rings got it great the warp gates will flicker in and out of existence meaning the pilots will have only a brief window to make the jump to the next ring or they'll have to fly around the ring once again and the winning team must make it to the innermost ring furthermore Power ups are located at inner rings, and it will be easier to hit the slower moving targets than the faster moving ships on the faster moving inner rings. Plus, asteroids, nebulas, and some special surprises to ensure this will be the most brutal race yet. But first, a word from our sponsors. Cuts to uh, a totally different image. You see a human man sitting cross-legged on a mat in a peaceful-looking space with bonsai trees and wind chimes in the background. Quaint knick-knacks litter the shelves whimsically. A wooden floor beneath him is well-lit by natural sunlight. He's dressed in loose-fitting, comfy-looking clothes like he's about to do yoga or maybe take a nap. He has a few tattoos and a couple of piercings. Hi everyone, we're here from the Cult of Zon Kuthon, the Midnight Lord, the Dark Prince, and we want to set the record straight on some points. It's not true that Kuthites experience the worst pain of their lives upon joining the cult. He turns to the side camera, and he is now completely lit differently. Their shadows accentuating the dozen spikes that are running through his face and hundreds of scarification marks on his body. He's dressed in leather, stained black with blood. The sounds of the chimes in the background have been replaced by chains clinking together. The bonsai trees are instead prisoners hanging in gibbets, cages where they might be pruned. The room shelves are filled with elaborate puzzle boxes. And he says, there is no such thing as the worst pain, as worse is always yet to come. He turns back and is lit Uh, the the first image again. Nor is it the case that Kuthites express regret about joining the cult to their families. In Shadow, Kuthites never speak to their families again unless it is to exact enlightening pain upon them. Plus, you never have to feel regret again. Let's address the elephant in the room. The sex stuff. Lots of people think we're a negative stereotype for the BDSM community, whose members are constantly experiencing the peaks of pleasure by torturing others. In reality, most BDSM practitioners emphasize safety and trust. We really don't. Plus, the peaks of pleasure fade too fast. We prefer to stay on the edge. He runs a blade across his skin and quivers as he bleeds, his eyes closed in ecstasy. Oh yeah, that's the stuff. So, if you're curious about experiencing new planes of pleasure, or you simply can't stand existence and are desperate to feel something, anything at all, join the cult of Zonkuthon. We hear the song at the center of the galaxy, and it sounds like razors through the flesh. What do you mean the subliminal broadcaster wasn't running? Are you kidding me, Doug? And then it cuts back.
0: Wow.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, see? Uh... (laughs) Gelugon it kills with ice, then kills your ghost that eats you twice. Oh, <laughs> uh, thanks, Rodrigo. Not oh, everybody but... knew those rhymes. <laughs> the, the, the evil of rhymes. <laughs>
1: um, but to answer your original question, there are three. Uh, oh, and at the end it says, "Go team immense, go team immense tomorrow." As uh, that, uh, the ad ends, um, there are three other ships stationed here with you. Uh, there is, uh, for each team, uh, the new team, Rust Dragon. Their ship, the Umber Wyvern, uh, is a heavily modded ATEC Resolute heavy freighter. So it's larger and slower than the Squeaky Clean. It's blocky orange, white, and brown colored. It definitely appears to be more heavily armed and armored than a standard issue freighter. Uh, Notably, it has a ramming prow built into its snub nose, so you probably want to avoid that. And as I go through these, I'm going to show you them on uh, roll 20. So that's what the Umbra Wyvern kind of looks like. Nice. Neat. Uh, Team Immense Tomorrow, Uh, they are flying the Celebrant of Darkness, a creepy-looking ship giving the impression of an arachnid, like a tick, uh, backlit in purple with chain-like grabber claws below the main body. Um, A starship aficionado like Bob could recognize that uh, this is an Eclipse Innovations Antumbra Overseer model, uh, which just means that it has a durable hull, uh a heavy weapons complement, and uh is would actually be very difficult to hack. They have uh systems that are designed to uh uh like electronic countermeasures. So that is what the Celebrant of Darkness
5: looks like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Scary. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then uh, you might remember this team uh, from your previous race as well. Team Hivemind, the Formians. Uh, They're in the Mermessia, uh, which looks less like a starship and more like a giant space beetle, as it is actually a living biomechanical vessel. It has enormous pincer-like mandibles, and beneath its biomagnetic shielding and chitinous armor plates, you can see bulbous sacks that seem ready to shoot or spray some kind of bioweapon and that is what the mermessia looks like Ooh, scarier that's dope cool so on roll 20 you should see a lot of colors yeah we do yeah. so it's that a it's, sweet it's a hex grid um because that. that's how you know uh, starship combat works and like like the host described, you can see that it's a rainbow of ovals, basically rings um Jock Hammer described them as onion rings, but you know for the it's easy to think of it two dimensionally three dimensionally, you guys are traveling within like a little tunnel, basically, like mm-hmm. little tubes, um hence the onion ring but uh two dimensionally, it's very easy to just look at it and see. Um so there's all sorts of stuff uh let's see
2: I had no idea I, you could put animations in this
1: Oh yeah animated tokens for sure Um so you guys should be able to see a bunch of stuff but not everything I can see Uh do you see the little ships at the top of the red ring near the flag
2: Yep yeah. Yes
1: ah, Yeah yes. bam All right so uh The top one is the squeaky clean. Do you see that? Yep. Yep. All right. So that is a token that I should be able to give you guys
2: control over.
5: Looks like I can.
2: Yeah, I already have control over it. All
1: right. Great. 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 Cool. And then you can see... uh, if you just look down, I use different tokens. So the one right beneath the Squeaky Clean is the Umber Wyvern, which is the new Team Rust Dragon. The one below that is the Mermesia, which is the Formians Team Hive Mind, and the one below that is the Celebrant of Darkness, mm-hmm. uh, Team Immense Tomorrow. So, you know, some people would start with an easy race uh, that makes <laughs> that so sense. Funny. I decided to to do this instead.
3: Yeah. Blow in the dark onion rings in space. It's yep. pretty impressive
2: D- donut hole <laughs> inside a smaller donut hole
1: <laughs> absolutely did you guys understand the concept of each of these being a faster moving walkway yes yeah. okay sort of? cool. mm-hmm. imagine like you know so the let's say the ship goes at 50 miles an hour well each of these uh rings provides additional acceleration of its own so or additional speed of its own. So, you know, if you'd normally be going 50 miles per hour in the red ring, let's say the red ring is plus 10, you'd net be going 60 miles an hour. So imagine like you're running, but you're running on a moving walkway. So wherever you're going, the thing is also kind of boosting you along. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. But then if you were in the orange ring, maybe be plus 20 miles an hour. And the yellow ring, plus 30 miles an hour. And maybe the violet ring is plus 100 miles an hour. So each ring is faster than the ones ahead of it. Um, So even if you guys are maintaining a a steady speed, by moving to inner more rings, you go much, much faster.
4: Can we uh, pick a direction and number the rings just for... uh people whose monitors can't tell the difference between purple and magenta and or colorblind people?
1: Ooh. Um,
4: Yes, I suppose I can. Uh, On the outside, six on the inside? Yeah, from the inside to the outside or outside to the inside, and then we'll count.
1: Yeah, so there are seven total rings, obviously.
4: So Mm.
3: do we start from the outside and move in? Yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah. You start from the outside and move in. That's
3: correct. So the red, the red is The one, red is the, the slowest, is actually. Seven. Yep. Okay. Okay. But nice. red is the fastest Whoa. color. Just ask any orc. <laughs> stop being an orc.
4: No, no they're the best. The you, you had, you had the opportunity to play an orc in this game, and you decided to play a weird space like mucus colony. Okay. <laughs>
2: <That's> right, <laughs> right. on you.
4: Man, could have been an orc.
3: <laughs> we could have all been orcs. We could have been a group of orcs.
6: Oh!
4: Space but orcs?
2: How? Yeah,
3: space orcs. So, orcs, as they call them. With a K.
2: With a K. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to
3: So while
1: theoretically year. it is possible to label them, it is practically quite difficult.
0: I think we <laughs> have that's, them rings that's in, one Just, through seven outside to inside. Yeah, it's Roy
1: yeah, okay. G. Yeah. Yeah, I'll see. It is, is Roy G. Biv. But yeah, one through seven outside to inside. Can you guys see like the uh, starting with the yellow ring down here? Oops. Oh, I'm on the not on. Yeah, down there. Exactly. Uh, There are little animated icons. You can see them. Mm -hmm. Yes. Cool. Yep. Each of those represents a an upgrade. Oh, Uh, so if you swing through that you'll get that upgrade first if you're the first one to swing through it that is. So those are question mark blocks.
6: <laughs> those are <No>. question <laughs> Those
3: are those are the uh, warp fields.
1: Um like, so the warp gates that Shulai mentioned, you don't actually see. Those are currently all on the GM layer. So you don't know where the she said they're hidden warp gates that move you from one ring to the next. Um, so you'll have to find them as you go uh, you guys see the asteroids uh, that are kind of littered throughout the map uh-huh. yep yeah those are asteroids if you hit them the ship will take damage
2: hmm. okay then
1: um okay. and then kind of towards the innermost rings on the map layer and because it's on the map layer it does not break the ring okay um but Towards, like, some of the inner rings, you can see, Um, if you look around, do you see that kind of, like, ugly, yeah, that's a good one, that's another one, and then this is another Italy, one over here. here, and over here. This kind of ugly, green, yellow, brown stuff, mm-hmm.
5: uh-huh.
1: that is nebula, that is space dust, mm. gas, so... It it's not as bad as hitting an asteroid, obviously, but there might be your sensors might not work or stuff like that, you know. Fun. Um it's a good place to hide, for instance, (laughs) if you're trying to hide from ship fire. So Yeah.
3: Khan can never find you in there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right, because he thinks two dimensionally. (laughs) (laughs) Any questions before we get started?
2: Is there any obvious way to Move from ring to ring besides these hidden gates. Nope. Okay then.
1: H- if there was, the gates would serve
6: no purpose. Mm. Uh Okay. Um.
1: So, uh, I need a couple things from you guys. The squeaky clean has shields. How much shields do they have? Eighty. Looks like uh, eighty that's points correct. of shield. So, um, how are you guys arranging them? Because you have aft, port starboard, and four. Uh,
5: 20 all around. So we just do 20? Yeah, yeah so I like 20, 20 around.
1: 20, 20 is easy. All right.
5: No, we can but we that. can
0: allocate during one of our turns, right? Reallocate you can that re- stuff?
1: You can, you can reallocate. Um, that is an engineering action. Um, but, yes, you you certainly can. Uh, the Let's see here. Uh, <laughs> First of all, um, you when you take the Divert Shields action, you restore shield points equal to 5% of your PCU rating, which is good. So PCU rating of Squeaky Clean is 250. What's 5% of 250? 12. 12. So you heal 12 uh, whenever that action is taken, up to once a round, I think. Um, and you can, uh, distribute the restored shields across the four quadrants as you see fit. Um, plus I think I mentioned before in the, uh, the previous, when we did our like rundown previously, you can always like basically steal shields from one quadrant to give to another. Um, but you can't, you can't reduce the one you're stealing from below, uh, what you would give to the other, if that makes sense. So, like if the new one let's say no. uh one quadrant has zero and one quadrant has twenty, you could make them both ten ten that's fine, but you couldn't take fifteen away from the twenty and give and make it five fifteen right we're going to have a bunch more questions as we go i'm I'm confident, but that's okay uh, anything else right now
2: um one question I was looking at the um ship like the rolls. Where it says um, there are sometimes like actions that require you to spend a resolve point, is that the person who person. is using the action? Okay. Yep. That's what I want to do. Yep.
1: You have to spend the resolve point, which is okay. It's good that mm-hmm. they have that as an option.
0: Does anyone want to jump into like specific positions before we start, like weapons or?
4: Well, Kevin had no. said that he's not. He's not going to be too. Uh, pressured into like specific positions
6: okay
5: exactly already took the jeffrey tubes to the engineering
4: bay
1: yeah yep um i'm not gonna i I think it's more relevant for you guys to think about what actions you want to take and note that there are certain actions that can only be done once so like you know you can't have multiple people pilot at, at at the same time um Uh, you know, the ship only accelerates so much. Uh, So I don't mind if people jump from the guns to go to the nav computers, to go to, you know, take a magic check. None of those bother me at all. Um, It's just that you should be kind of more aware of what actions you want to take. Then we're going to go ahead and get started. Uh, So we're going to start off uh, with... The engineering phase of round one. So these are the sorts of actions that can uh so uh the 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 uh shimmering uh checkered flag uh is shining. There are fans in ships uh nearby all shouting at you guys. Uh your your infosphere connections go are going crazy until uh they get a down such that um uh you you think you're able to broadcast out but you can't pick up what others are sending in uh which makes sense because that could easily lead to a whole bunch of cheating um uh so uh you know uh, Quentin you, you think that like through certain reaction like you're getting reactions across so maybe you might be able to work something out um But uh, in the meantime, uh, the hollow uh, lights are indicating that everything is about to get started. Uh, So this is time for the captain or chief mate or engineer or magic officer. Any of those types of actions uh, now would be a good time for them. So um, does
4: anyone want to act uh, now?
5: Do we want to floor it?
4: Uh, yeah, we probably want to bust out of here as quickly as possible.
2: Yeah, all right. I like that.
5: So on that divert action, does it actually take from anything, or if I just make the roll, then it boosts whatever I'm boosting?
1: You're bo- you're taking all. You're giving her all she's got.
5: Okay. <laughs> well, then I'm going to try to divert to the uh, engines to increase speed by two.
1: All right, that sounds good. Go ahead and make uh your engineering check and right. your starship tier is seven uh so the d c is going to be twenty All right Did it look in there, Oh, making it look easy all right twenty three nice yeah, good work uh so yeah, you divert uh the engines. Uh, You guys also, did did you guys get the, um, oh, you did not get the thrusters primer. That's okay. I was just checking. Uh, So, Steven, as Bob, uh, you're going to be in charge of keeping track of the ship's speed.
6: Okay, currently Uh, it is
1: 12. Yep, because its thrusters are 12. So, now it's going to be 14 because of that plus two uh, that Scredic just gave it. Okay. All right. Uh, anything else? Critic, you can move around the ship or something like that, but that's your, your main action.
5: I think I'll just wait here until things start exploding and then see where I need to run.
1: All right. Sounds good. Uh, any sort of captain or magic officer
4: actions? i got a captain action. Okay. I will um, grab the comm... And be like, take her out, Bob. And remember, we've got everything writing in this. And I'll make a demand of Bob. (laughs) To improve his performance and give him a plus four bonus to a specific check. uh, If I manage to scare him. (laughs) Intimidate the android. Yeah. If that's all right.
6: Yeah, go for it. All right. It's all right by me. I don't know if it's all right by Bob. Yeah. Hey, uh,
0: you succeed. That was exactly what you said. Yes, sir. Right away, sir.
4: So uh you get a plus four to one specific check by succeeding. Yeah. So you get a plus four to your pilot like next pilot check. Okay.
1: All right. Uh let's see here. Um oh, and also this would be a fine time. Technically, it happens during the uh the helm phase. Um but There's no reason why science officers shouldn't just go in the engineering phase, in my opinion, because a science officer should pretty much always go before the pilot. I'm thinking Mm -hmm. anyway, uh, if uh, there's a science officer check that people want to take that now is also a fine time, like to scan some another ship or something like that.
6: Ooh, Ooh, ooh. that's that's what I was wanting to do
1: was exactly what you said. Okay. Uh what ship do you want to scan and what do you or what do you want to do? Uh scan.
6: Let's see, which one is right next to us? That's the one the, closest to
1: Dragon. you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the Umbra Wyvern of Team Rust Dragon.
6: My computers is that. Oh let's look up
1: there. Defensive countermeasures that's a 19 uh 19 okay so let's see here that's 10 15 oh ho, 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 ho. all right well, you succeed um okay so i will uh tell you that their armor class uh in the umber wyvern is 21 uh their target lock Is 21. Their total and current. Hull points. Is 160. Uh, Their total and current. Shield points in each quadrant. Is 30 in each. Uh, And their current. Their PCU. How much of a a power. uh, They have is. 250. Uh, Their complement is. 5 They have 5 living creatures aboard the ship. Um their size is large, so it's actually uh yeah, one size category larger than you guys. It's a large heavy freighter. Um its base speed is 10. Its maneuverability is average, which means it takes it has to move Two spaces for every um facing turn it wants to make. Uh the ship classification, I think I said oh, I said heavy freighter, yeah. Uh, and it's an A-Tech Resolute, a heavily modified one. Uh, but you guys already knew that. That's a lot of good info.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's it for that scan. Um, anybody else taking not piloting, not gunnery actions, Quentin, maybe
3: yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm looking at the thing that says targeting yeah. and I'm wondering, presumably my thought process was that Vangi would be on the weapon systems. Is that something that can be done at this point, or is that further on down?
1: yeah, so you could do um are you looking under science officer actions
3: uh yeah, actually, I think it's chief mate act or or cheap mate let's take a look targeting aid engineering phase
1: oh yeah yeah that that would work so you could you could definitely do that so it does cost a resolve point and the dc mm-hmm. is a little higher you can see that right like the dc is going to be like 30 right um, but if you do that uh if Vengeet does take the fire at will uh action. Mm-hmm. Fire at will, you can kind of think as starship full attack. You know, it's the take two attacks but each with a penalty. Okay. Um then uh if you succeed at this, she won't take the penalty at all. If you fail by ten or more, they take a the gunner instead takes a penalty. Mm-hmm. So
3: so that would be a target 30. What am I rolling?
6: Uh you'd be rolling Acrobatics or athletics. Oh. Well, I'm good at one of those.
1: You're literally assisting with the targeting. Not via computer, but via yourself.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If you want to use computers, there's a lock-on action.
3: Yes, Um, there is there is a lock on
4: acrobatics than computers. Oh, nice. Uh, I'm
3: sneaky, um yeah, let me try that, so I roll that, and then i would uh if I make the roll, I spend a point or i spend well, the you point spend the re, you spend
1: the point either way, okay. and then you make the roll. all
3: right, well, let's do this Blah,
1: I quote oh. <laughs> all right, <laughs> and you fail oh. by ten or more, so uh oh, no. Vangi, uh Quentin's help is not really help. It's, in oh. fact, a minus two penalty to gunnery checks this round.
5: See, that's why I wasn't going for those kind of actions right yeah. now. Uh,
2: she'll, she'll say, uh, uh, maybe, uh, maybe next time hype up the crowd. Um, that seems to have misaligned things.
1: All right. So I think we're on to the next phase, which is the helm phase. So, uh, Bob, it's time for a piloting check to determine initiative.
0: All right, piloting check. 30.
4: Oh dang. 30. I All think right. you mean 34.
0: Oh, 34. Oh, but also do I also add an additional one because of um under maneuverability it says plus 1 piloting. Does that mean I add one to my piloting yes. check? Yes. Oh, That's... so 35. 35 then.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> 35. That is good enough for second. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You guys uh, are up against some.
5: Pretty speedy buggers.
1: Yep. All right. So as a refresher, um, this is a little weird, but the slowest person, you know, kind of declares their action first so that you can see where they're going. So that is the. Umber Wyvern, uh, the new team, Rush Dragon. So they are going to eleven twelve because they had also boosted their engines. Uh, so that is where the Umber Wyvern will wind up. Then let's take a look at the next uh, fastest ship, which is the Mir Messia. Oh, uh, we're actually going to go 11, 12, 13, 14. So as not to provoke an attack from the Umber Wyvern. You are allowed to move through enemy ships, hexes, but it basically provokes an AOO, So you don't want to do it
4: if you can avoid it.
5: Just to it, uh, right? Would
4: they provoke an attack? Don't they technically go be- before they go? Wouldn't they get there before the Umber Wyvern Weaver- gets there?
1: Uh that's an interesting point. Huh. <laughs> I hate time. Travel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Rodrigo, why don't you look that up while I don't worry about it right this second. Uh because in any case they can get to where the the hex they're at without passing through it. Um okay. Uh so Bob, uh you have a sense of how uh, things are playing out and uh, the direction people are going. Um, It is your turn to declare your, uh, where you're going.
0: Sure. I'm going to fly and I can either land up to you guys. I can either land right here or I can end up right next to uh, this other team. Depends on what Gunnery wants to do.
6: Bangy.
2: Yeah, that's a good question. I definitely want to shoot something. Um, <laughs> I guess I would ideally prefer to shoot the bugs as opposed to Team Brass Dragon since we have a um, somewhat um, tenuous truce with them.
0: And the bugs are these guys right here? The ones in front of us? Yep. yep. Okay. And you can shoot to the side, correct?
2: Yeah, I mean, I have gotten fire in all directions. We've got, okay. we've got weapons everywhere.
0: And 14 spaces with the turns here and there. Would put me right, would put us right there next to them.
1: Okay, yep, that sounds about right. Because their speed is the same as yours. The Ember Wyvern's a little slower. Yeah, yeah.
0: All right, that's my that's my turn. That's my fly turn.
1: All right, and then the Celebrant of Darkness. One, two, three, and three, four. So they wind up. Very near you guys as well. So, uh, you know, as as Jock Hammer would say, "There's a tight pack approaching the first asteroid bend," uh, and we get to gunnery. I think Vang, you're the only one who hasn't acted, yeah,
2: that is correct. So I'm gonna, uh, so she's gonna man the uh, turret-mounted maser and said, "Prepare to get zapped, bugs." and uh, fire on uh what is what is the name of their ship again
1: the mere messia
2: the mere messia um so i am going to use it's it's my base attack and then is it my my strength or my dex or any of those things
1: so uh if you take a look at the gunner actions
2: thing ah yes there we go gunner actions Uh, so gunner actions, it's going to be, um, just the shoot action. So I can fire one of my starship weapons. If I use a turret weapon, you can target a ship in any arc. So.
1: All right. 1d20 plus your base attack or your ranks and piloting, which for you are the same. Mm -hmm. Plus your dex mod, plus any bonuses from computer systems, which I totally didn't even mention. Oh yeah, we have a plus one. Uh, is it plus one or is it plus two?
2: Um, I believe it is plus one. I'm looking at our our Starship computer. Is a tetranode, um, is Mark
1: two. two tetranode.
2: Oh, Mark two tetranode. You're right. It is a plus two. So sweet. And since I'm the only one picking an attack this round, I can just take that for free, which will help offset uh, the penalty that I'm getting from Bob.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: No, from uh, no, from, no, from or
2: not from Quentin, from Quentin. Oh, Bob. Sorry, from Quentin.
3: Uh, No, it was
1: Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so basically. You know, think of it as base attack plus dex, um, which is kind of like a ranged attack. Yep. Uh, and you get a plus two from the computer and a minus two from uh, Quentin. So those cancel each other out. So 1d20 plus that.
2: All right. So. And you're be... not
1: at a range penalty because yep. you're well within range. And you're shooting at the Miramessia.
2: Yes. Okay. So I have a 25 to hit.
1: Okay. Uh, So that will hit once we resolve. Uh, So know that you have hit, but we also get to do a bunch of stuff. Um, I'm going to. Oh, you know what? Speaking of which, I think maybe I was supposed to resolve um, people's actions in reverse initiative order again. Not 100% sure.
2: At least you're learning, too, with us.
1: Yeah. weird, um, weird. Suddenly across
6: the
0: view screen, a, a big rainbow star shoots across.
1: (laughs) 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 All right. So, uh, we're going to have the umber Wyvern and the celebrant of darkness. Each, uh, shoot each other. Uh, the umber Wyvern, uh, is actually going to, never mind, not shoot, it's going to ram the Celebrant of Darkness, because it is in perfect ramming position of being adjacent with its aft towards the Celebrant of Darknesses four. Uh, so that's not good for uh, Team Immense tomorrow, but that's not your problem. And Team Immense Tomorrow is going to latch on a bunch of, they're going to fire chain cannons and uh, try to actually, no, they'll use their heavy ship tether. Eh, No, they'll just fire chain cannons at the uh, Umbra Wyvern. So those guys start blasting each other, um, but you guys don't have to worry about that. You've picked your fight, and it's with the Formians, who will respond in kind. They will launch from those one of those bulbous sacks. It uh, almost seems to vomit forth a cloud of spores.
3: I would like to remove three words from that last sentence:
2: cloud of spores,
3: bulbous okay. sack
2: vomit. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm more concerned with the effect rather than the description, but you do you.
1: What's your guy's armor class?
0: The AC currently is tree, tree, tree. MK4 armor. Uh let's see, 80. Shields, light shields, 80. Is that what you're looking for?
1: No. no uh no. that's okay. So um we should probably make this a little easier for you guys. Um so. Uh, uh, Sam, I'm nominating you. Okay. Uh, we're going to have a little thing called stats, and we're gonna start filling it in. Now, all of these are calculatable from things that we have down below, but that doesn't make it easy. Um, so I th- believe your armor class is 14. Um, I don't think there's any reason why it would be higher. Uh, because you have Mark four armor, which adds four to it. And I don't think that you have anything else that adds to it. Is that fair? I think it's fair.
2: Yep. That's correct.
1: Um, so you can do that for literally all of these things, like all of the properties. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, let's just see here. Explorer. I'm just double checking the. Uh... Yeah, it doesn't make any difference. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. That way you know you know what your target lock is or your hull points things like that. You can just come up here and check. Cool. Um.
2: Does target lock do a base at ten and then plus six?
1: Yep. Okay. Uh. Then you guys are hit by this heavy spore launcher. Which is going to deal a hefty amount of damage now let's see you guys are oh, no. so we have to resolve our um uh attacks at the same time. so you guys are hitting the Mirmesia. uh would you like to hit it in the four or the um port? So, you, you guys, I think, have an angle such that you could hit it either behind, basically in the, the back side of the shields, or its left side. Let's. It is going to hit you in the uh, starboard side rather than your front.
4: Let's about... hit it. Uh, on. I would say let's hit it on the left. Uh, we can kind of try to stay on that side of them um, and keep hammering there.
2: Yeah, I like it. Okay.
1: Uh then uh I'm ready for damage whenever you guys have it. From your maser.
2: Oh, sure. Uh do I get to add my soldier damage to this? Again, I, I don't know.
1: Yes, sure. Oh, Let's go oh, for it.
2: Cool. Uh alright then. It is forty five.
1: Holy nice. cow. Well, Damn. they do have um awesome shields but that wipes them out altogether on on their port side and uh you can tell because you're scarring uh the the biomechanical vessel itself it starts spewing some sort of ichor into space and it you know drops like little you know gravity makes it go into like a fine mist or the lack of gravity that is uh all around it um and it, you know, freezes in space. Uh it hits you guys with a spore weapon.
2: Gross. Yeah. Don't like the sound of that. Oh
1: no. No, you shouldn't. So uh how much shields do you guys have on uh your starboard side? Twenty twenty. Okay, and is somebody keeping track of this like they're keeping track of their own hit points?
2: Yeah, I'll put that up here, too. Okay. Uh,
1: and you should also keep track of the hull. The hull, there's only one thing to keep track of, but you do need to track it.
2: it. Uh, that, is, is that separate from hit points?
1: The hull, hull points is hit points.
2: Oh, okay, then yes, I've got that.
1: Uh, so then- shields, you're going to want to, yeah, exactly. Yeah, You're going to want step. that in like four quadrants. Uh, your starboard shields are hit for 27, uh, meaning they are obliterated and a cloud of fast-growing spores uh, starts causing tremendous damage to the ship's systems. And it, a ship that takes damage like hull point damage from a spore weapon immediately takes a critical effect Ah. an engineer can repair spore damage i would also let a science officer uh try to repair spore damage um by succeeding at different checks uh if the spore damage remains at the end of the engineering phase the damage system will take a critical damage effect again Um, the damage will spread to other systems as because, uh, that's what the spores do.
0: So question, I understand all that, but you said we took 27 damage. We lost our starboard shield. Does that mean the extra seven spills onto our hit points or no?
1: Yep. That's exactly what it means. Uh, so Uh, let's figure out what kind of critical damage effect you guys get get to run percent roll percentile dice. I love it. Ooh, that's going to be life support. Uh so, uh the life support starts glitching. Uh that is going to impose a penalty uh to all captain actions um going forward. So minus 2 penalty to captain actions uh, oh. as Yep. Uh, as it's difficult to give an inspiring speech when you can't breathe. And it also makes perfect sense that the life support would be compromised by uh, these spores. Um, they're, they're getting in and uh, really messing with all of their ship systems. Okay, uh, I think that is it for round one. Wow. Uh, that's not that bad.
0: No, it's it's not. There's a, just a lot of of moving parts
4: Mm mm-hmm absolutely so so kevin it it really looks like ships just move in reverse initiative order so yeah it's not like you declare where you move and then you move in regular order they just move so that would presumably provoke an attack if you move that way
1: okay good to know cool i guess that's most helpful to the people with the highest initiative so that's kind of fine yeah uh now, the 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 crazy thing about this that I'm gonna definitely have to get used to, because uh, I did this in a in a long running game, but I haven't done it for many many a moon. Is uh, initiatives are new every round, but yeah. we will get to that when we get to Whoa.
5: the. Whoa!
1: I know, right? <laughs> um. We will get to that when we get to the, uh, pil- the, the helm phase, the piloting yeah. phase. Uh, so we start back again at the engineering phase. So this would be an opportunity for engineers to fix shields, for science officers to deal with the spores, for uh, magic officers to do something magical, or captains to inspire people, anything like that. Also, yep. you can still try to like hype up your your social media crowd. There doesn't seem to be any specific bonus that they're granting here, but you never know what that might do. Well,
3: I know what we need to do.
4: Hang on just <laughs> one second uh oh, never mind yep, go ahead, go ahead, Rob. it uh, needs to get rid of the spores <laughs> yeah, okay yep. do we wanna do we wanna give you our computer bonus to that just so that
5: we're I' would sure we it. got
4: rid of the the
5: spot of the spores so now is it gonna be like a uh, separate to get uh, to fix the damage that the spores cause or does uh, getting rid of the spores take
1: care of that? It's a special action dictated by the spores system themselves so basically you can stop the spread of think of it as the spores have inflicted you with a condition and you can stop the spread of that. Um, it doesn't repair the damage they've done, that would be a separate action. Hmm.
5: I'm thinking restoring shields might still be a better call right now. So, I think if that's you succeed gonna... at
1: all, you get 12 points of shields back, um, which yeah. is awesome. Uh, and you could even divert some more, like you could divert, say, uh, four more points from one quadrant to that one to put them both at like 16, for instance.
2: Um, I could help you out ahead of this by taking the chief mate action, um, which is um, I could try to make an engineering check myself um, and um, let you divert, take the divert action to two systems.
5: Mm -hmm. I mean, that I could also continue to boost speed.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
5: All right. Unless you want the, well, I guess you're doing this. You probably ain't shooting.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I could shoot again, but like, I think keeping our own ship running is usually going to be the best call.
5: Fair. So, yeah, I'm going to be uh, diverting. I think Gumby's going to try to science at the spores.
1: Uh, that is the plan. Okay, whoever wants to go first, go.
2: Uh, well, I think I have to make the check first. Um, to... So
1: you're doing what now, as chief mate?
2: I'm taking the maintenance panel action. So I'll pull open a, a maintenance panel and like try to like a- give him some extra power for the diverting action.
1: Ah, nice. So that they can choose two systems.
2: Exactly.
5: This okay. a uh, power coupling temporarily before it burns out.
2: Yep. There much. you go. Uh, so uh, 1.5 times the starship's tier, so that's, that...
1: It, it's,
5: whenever it says that,
1: you can replace that whole little block with just the number Posted. 10.
2: Okay, so because it's, it's going to be your, a DC your 20 action?
1: Seven, so yeah. So uh, it's DC yep.
2: And so do I get... Oh, it's only attack rolls that uh, Grace helps with?
1: No. Grace can help with four checks per round. Alright.
2: Yeah. Then I, I would love to take uh, two points on this, because I don't make this roll on average. As okay, an athletics check? Uh Oh, it's an athletics check, not an engineering check. Never mind! That's much better. Okay. I kept... Uh, so, yes. Uh, then I I don't need to do that. I can save the roll of us.
1: You can still do it. I mean, there's, there's six of you, and she can help four of you. So, only two of you don't get the help. Alright, I'll take it. It's up to you guys. Cool. You take it. Go for it.
2: Alright, then I've got I super succeed, so you get to keep us running and divert the shields.
5: Okay,
1: okay, but right. uh, that seems like a nice. Uh, you, you your Polant fuses are burning your your uh, vest hands as you start. You know, manually uh, redirect the power at the maintenance panel. Uh, Skritic, what do you do?
5: Okay. Yep. I uh, basically start. uh, routing power through alternate uh, pathways to run them to the shields and then uh, further ancillary power back to the uh, thrusters to continue to try to get us additional shields and speed.
1: All right, go ahead and make an engineering check. Uh, let me try you only have again. to make one check, but if it works, it applies to two systems, which is kind of nice. There it goes. Okay. 31! <laughs> <31. laughs> Nailed it. Okay, so you uh, you get the the plus two bonus to speed, so that's still going. And then, um, what are you doing with the other one?
5: I say let's go ahead and uh, get the shields. So let's put twelve back on starboard. Do we want to move like four from port over? Probably. Yeah, let's do that. Let's move. Because uh, uh, no one's Yeah, no one's
1: to your port at all right now.
5: Yeah, put them both at sixteen.
1: Uh, and then, Amu, you were going to divert the spores? Spore cleaning duty. Um, I would allow a life science check for that.
5: I but... was hoping for that.
1: <laughs> You're like, spore cleanup duty? I was born ready for this.
5: <laughs> uh,
1: I'm we... still
0: going to have Amu use the plus two. Okay. Uh, from
1: Grace. So that's the second use. Yep.
0: Yeah. I feel like this is a kind of
5: important role and I don't want to screw it up.
1: Yeah, because it's going to otherwise just start spreading through the ship and start dealing more critical damage effects. I quite like spore weapons, by the way. It was very Uh, Is that good enough? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it is exactly good enough. Oh, wow. thank wow. grace. The DC is fifteen plus your ship's tier. Whew! Ooh.
5: Wow! Oh, <laughs> that was that not was... tier and a half. Nope.
1: It, it's it, weirdly enough. So I mean, I can even just link it so you know I'm telling the truth. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, it specifies the DC is fifteen plus the ship's tier. Okay. Oh, close. Um, cool. So, yeah. You stop. You you can um, you know uh. Replace the uh, the the filters and the life support. Uh, maybe you can recruit. Um, yeah, the, the plan was name? uh grab some uh, samples, analyze them real quick, and then uh, send Squeebo in there. Ah, nice to clean. Yes, exactly. That makes perfect sense. Cool. Uh, so that's three of you. Does, um,
4: does that do we still have the the captain action penalty?
1: Ah, uh, you do. It does not okay. fix the critical damage critical effect. Damage. Uh, okay, that can well, be done for what it's worth. That is another sure. action that can can. It's called oh, although it's really tough.
5: Um, I assume it's also an engineering.
1: It is an engineering action, and I don't think you guys can actually do it. It requires twelve ranks in engineering to do. Oh, okay. Oh, um, there's a thing called oh. Here's how it goes. Uh, there's a thing called hold it together. Um, but that only lasts a very short period of time, so you probably don't want to do that. And nobody did this round,
4: yep. So, yeah, you would take a minus two penalty, okay? Uh, in that case, uh, Hecubino will like hit a little button and put on his helmet, um, so he can breathe a little better, and then he instead of Socially trying to get Bob to do better. He's just going to lend him some processing power and just runs over and just puts his hand like palm out right on top of Bob's head um, and will attempt a magic officer action of uh precognition. Nice. So I'm going to try and give him a bonus, a bonus to his pilot check again. Okay. Um, and I'm not going to take the grace bonus. Uh, cause he can have that.
1: Reasonable.
6: So this is
4: a mysticism check, I think. Yep. Yep. 24.
6: Uh, yeah, that succeeds.
4: All right. So I'll connect my brain to Bob's, but definitely not to the, uh, what is it called? Like the hyper cortex. <laughs> so definitely I'll, co- I'll connect it to Bob's like forebrain. brain. <laughs> Go with the five brain.
3: The four is probably busy piloting. Yeah.
6: And I All think that's right. It for me. Uh,
1: Quentin, are you holding back for gunnery?
3: <laughs> you you could. could. Maybe. Can I diplomatize the guns? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, How's no, your piloting? You could... Eh. It doesn't suck, but it also sucks. <laughs> so. I mean,
1: you, how many ranks in piloting do you have?
3: Uh,
6: four. Okay, that's not a lot of rank.
4: Well, the max you could have at this point is six, right? So it's not that wait. bad. I no, mean,
3: yeah. oh, wait, ranks is the blue. one. I have, I have zero
1: ranks. Mm. <laughs> All right, then yeah, you would be using your base attack bonus. What is that? Probably what like. Three or four,
6: mm,
3: eight. No, let's take a look at so attack, it, oh it, base attack bonuses for you. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry, four. I was looking at my ranged attack bonus.
1: That's okay. So I was you're thinking, ba- hey, it's, it's a gun. So you'd be a couple points worse than uh, than Vangi normally, but mm-hmm. then again, you don't have you interfering with you, so it would <laughs> hey. actually be, I'm just saying, it works out number wise.
4: <laughs> also, how many uh, how many bonuses do we have left? Two. We still have two two so races left. Yeah. We could we could do one for Bob's pilot check and one for Bob's gunnerie check, or up for okay. uh, Quentin's gunnerie check. We don't all look alike just because we're artificial creatures. I mean, uh, you're you're lucky that I'm actually calling him Quentin because I've had it stuck in my head forever that his name is Gavin. <laughs> so if we ever meet another sphere, I really want like I really want him to be part of a batch assembly and for there to be like an evil version well an evil Gavin. version of him named Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> Notice a,
2: sp- a sphere That's with a mustache.
4: Point. Yeah. Right. Go That's you. how you just have a little beard.
3: Um sure. I'm gonna diplomatize the guns. Alright.
1: Well then we go to the helm phase where uh Let's see
6: here. Time for oh, a piloting
1: about- check. Yes, we need another pilot check from the pilot.
6: So I'm going
1: to oh, take. Oh, by the one way, from- um, I forgot you you took the fly action last round, Bob. But I right. do want to note that there are many other actions you could take. The fly was it was a wonderful first round. F- we didn't have to think about it type action, but there <laughs> are other crazy things you can do. Do a barrel? You could do a barrel roll. A barrel and do a barrel roll. I don't know that that I'm helps you I'm
0: not going to do a barrel roll so. Yep. Don't worry about that. Do an immelman.
1: Oh. Um, so uh I think you get a net of basically plus 4 here
0: um two from If I use the gate grace yeah.
1: Which, I mean, there's two checks left and two used as left. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and
0: then I also get the plus one from our
1: maneuverability. Yep. You can just factor that in in general. Yep. All
0: right. So piloting here is 29 this time.
1: 29. That is, again, going to make you... Is it the same initiatives? It's the same initiatives as last (laughs) round. Uh... So it's exactly the same. Um, Well, I guess, you know, slow people are going the slowest. So that is fair enough. Oh, crap. (laughs) Well, the Umber Wyvern is going to provoke. There's just no way around it from where it's located. It's going to provoke from the Celebrant of Darkness, which is not great because the Celebrant of Darkness has a bunch of like chains I hanging guess. from it. Yes, yeah, it doesn't it seem is...
2: like the thing you want to provoke from.
1: Yeah, right? It's like a bunch of spikes.
2: It's like, might grab you.
1: Yep. Uh, let's see what happens,
6: actually, if I can hit it with a tether. No, we don't want to do that. We will instead just hit it with our guns.
1: Yeah, they will unleash a um, particle beam at it, uh just ripping through some of the orange and brown plates on uh the uh, Umber Wyvern. It does look uh like they're able to target um any quadrant of the ship uh when it's passing through, which is really annoying for the Umber Wyvern because it's got decent shields, except at the front at its aft. Mm-hmm. Or, uh because um it uh rammed the or four rather uh it rammed the uh the uh celebrant of darkness uh last time so it's being targeted there which means Critical. the particle beam is just ripping into its hull uh th- anyway i'm sure you guys care deeply about red iron and his crew, and all. I mean, that. we don't not care. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're like the people who are are closest to you. Yeah, we um, know their you,
2: names as opposed yeah. to you know anyone else in this race.
1: Yep, there's. I'm not the, even
2: sure that the Formians have names.
1: Right. Uh, they do also take some uh, damage from flying through the asteroid belt, as it's really difficult to make these turns uh, with their maneuverability. Uh, That's where they wind up. Then the Mirmecia. Oh jeez, this gets ugly. By the way, you cannot go closer. If you you cannot, for instance, hit the uh, the orange ring if you're not on the orange ring. Just so you know. Right, right. It's a rule of how we move our ships around this thing. Uh you guys are up.
6: Careful. That is where they're moving. Wow, their
4: speed must have really increased. How are the Mermessius shields doing? Did they recover any?
1: So you saw that you did hull damage to them mm. with your uh your bla- your your maser shot. Um, but yeah, you'd need to scan them again to see okay. if they've rebalanced their shields. Okay. You guys get to declare your move. Or actually just move.
0: Uh, you do or invasive? take your pilot
1: special yeah. actions.
0: I move. think I'm going to try a full power. Uh, I do have the ranks in piloting for that. You have to spend a resolve. And I have to spend a resolve, and I have that which would give us up
5: to 16 on our move.
1: Whew.
5: Oh, but adding two T distance between turns. Hmm.
1: Well, it just means, you Tricky. know, <laughs> the good news is you need, you have a lot of straightaway distance here
5: mm-hmm.
0: that you can do I mean,
1: before are... you need to take a turn. Yeah,
5: that's true. Because I of like
0: where do you're doing do it. I yeah. think I can do that. Let's see here. Let's, let's draw a line.
1: Oh, uh, Steven, I know you're in the yeah. middle of, acting but um will you like take screenshots of this? Yes I am. Okay, cool. Because
2: I
5: don't know, I think it looks pretty cool.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
5: Yeah, it's pretty neat. Our current it's distance, very
2: pretty.
4: Like one I was I was third. just talking today to another game master about like the like the amount of effort that ends up going into games. And I was like, yeah, this is like a huge amount of effort. Like this is on a podcast and we have pictures so people can see it. But I was like Tons of games, stuff like this, you know, even wackier stuff than this, and, you know, only four people ever get to see it.
1: Yep. It is advantageous to move to uh, the inner track whenever possible. That's what I'm trying,
0: but I was trying to avoid all those asteroids. If only we had a a ghost drive of of some sort that would let (laughs) us pass through (laughs)
2: this (laughs) material.
1: Believe it or not, both those ships took damage uh, during their movement. Oh, okay we're passing through those asteroid fields speaking of
2: those asteroid fields would i be able to take like maybe a gunnery action to like shoot at them to like get us a clear path
1: well you guys already have a clear path oh but but you mean we're gonna
4: run into them again yeah
1: yeah absolutely absolutely yes sweet uh the the huge asteroids uh less so sure the smaller
6: asteroids. definitely yeah nice
0: Yes, yeah, so there's uh, my action. I, it cost me a resolve point, but we were able to get a uh, little bit more power to move into first place.
1: All right, and then the Celebrant of Darkness does its thing. Man, these asteroids!
5: Do we are not get like an me. extra six movement?
1: Oh yeah. I only gave you
5: two squares of extra movement.
1: But oh, you okay. Should get way more than that. Right. Like yeah. Four more yeah.
5: Or yeah, I'm assuming uh, the two boosts that I give, it doesn't count. Right. Right. So you should so, move. What? Four Instead, more, more squares. Four more hexes.
0: Can I move? Can I move right here?
1: Yes. You have moved enough in this direction such that you could change your facing. So let's do that and go one, two, three, four. Yeah. Like there. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah,
5: That's what I'm talking about.
1: Uh, but you do have to run through some asteroids to get there. See those little asteroids? Oh yeah, yeah there's there
5: a little, That's okay. I think it's worth it. That hit our forward uh, shield, so.
1: Yep, so your forward shields take uh, five, uh, nine points of damage. All right, the Selburn of Darkness. Oh, jeez. I guess we'll move to here does not like being behind so we're definitely gonna have to fix that
6: but you guys (laughs) we're pretty fast okay
1: uh i think we're on to gunnery
2: all right sweet so i think i'm going to um i guess we'll be firing behind us i think you Um, already
4: went sam We're still on that. Oh right, yeah, that's true. I forgot. Still on that rack. So
3: So,
2: yeah, I don't know if anyone else wants to shoot, but
4: hello, I am
3: here to shoot. What can we shoot Uh, at?
2: Well, someone behind
3: us.
1: You can take over the maser, which is Mm -hmm. turret mounted and probably your best weapon. Mm -hmm. um, Yeah. To shoot at one of the ones behind you.
3: Are the ants behind us?
1: The yes,
4: they are.
3: Um, I think we should shoot at the ants because they you know we shot them before, and they yeah made we've it already at shot ant.
4: at the ants,
5: yeah, yeah, focus fire Indeed. exactly,
2: yeah, and we could even i think still get the uh uh place we shot them before where we messed up their shields,
4: yeah you know, we, let's go let's get militant no, we them in no. the sports, <laughs> didn't we no
2: oh yeah,
4: you, yeah, we are you, shot past them, yep.
2: We'll I them. mixed up my ship location. Left, well,
3: right, center. I'm going to shoot them.
2: It'll at least make it harder for them to redirect shielding.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, as you can tell, like, whenever this happens, like, things, you know, like, they only have so much uh, shields to go around, so.
3: Well, that's all right. They they never change a thing. Um, I'm going to shoot the ants marching. So this oh, wow. is just... uh. 20 plus my base attack like, bonus?
1: Uh, plus your dex mod. So it's like a ranged attack.
3: Okay. So let me check my dex mod. Doodly-doo.
6: I should have a pretty good one. My dex is like 150. Or four. That'll work, too.
1: Plus 70 dex mod?
3: Yeah, 70. <laughs> yep. Um, how do you feel about a 24.
1: Uh, and this is going at the Mirmesia. Uh, that is going to hit. So not
3: bad. We're going to turn them into an antique. Yeah. Stop it. Stop what? I don't understand what you're talking about.
4: Your references are giving me hives.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's important that we think about these things. Uh, they're they're bugging me. I'll, I'll tell you that. Oh. <laughs> You know, if you keep track of all my references, you might as well be an account ant. Oh, <clears> God. Are we just going to keep
5: droning on like this?
3: <laughs> yes, queen. Um, I should probably roll damage, huh?
1: No, you should wait, oh. because we resolve all the damage at once. But... Uh, uh, <laughs> You are being fired upon by the Celebrant of Darkness with their heavy torpedo launcher against your target lock. Um, So what is your target lock? 16. Okay, well,
6: uh, I've got
1: good news. Actually, no, I don't have any good news. I was trying to think of how I was going to... Spin that, but it's just bad news. You guys are hit by a torpedo.
4: Oh no. Do we get do we get cover from the fact that the torpedo has to go through asteroids?
1: Oh, yeah. I like that. that. It does. So <laughs> uh we will say that that ups your target lock by two, um, which means it blows apart behind you on an asteroid.
4: <laughs> ah. Well yeah. done. Do we still take any damage from it?
1: Uh, No, you don't. Okay, But the Mermessia is going to fire upon you again Mm. with Mm. an EMP cannon. Oh
2: no. That sounds bad. Yep.
4: Stupid status effect bugs. Yeah, right? Uh, How dare they.
2: Status effect bad guys are great because they just make you worse but don't actually kill you. (laughs)
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. it's fantastic all right so the bugs are pretty they're, they're they're pretty good at this stuff uh yeah you guys are in range let's make my gunnery check yeah this
6: time the I anticipation getcha.
3: is killing me
1: uh
6: <sighs> what
1: <laughs> um and uh they're going to get you. So uh you guys and the Umber Wyvern is going to uh shoot the Celebrant of Darkness with their heavy laser cannon because those two are in a little fight. Um so uh it looks like you guys are hitting the Mermesia and the Mermesia is hitting you again. So go ahead and roll damage, Quentin.
3: Okay. Give me a hint as to how many damages I'm rolling. Uh you are rolling. What did you use? What did you use? Yeah, six D The Mazer. Yeah, the Mazer. Six 60, 10, ten, I don't have any bonus. Correct. Bada, bada, yeah. bada, 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 swing bada, Thirty-one. Oof.
1: That's pretty good. Uh yeah, that's going to blow apart all of their four shields and deal them some more damage let's take a look and see i knew when they took a small amount of damage that uh they had not suffered a critical hit effect but now now they have yeah. so uh quentin Woo! why don't you roll percentile, percentile dice percentile. for me percentile feel, yeah anyone who who does the damage gets to roll the uh, percentile that
3: think, 2d10 or 1d100
1: 1d100
4: which is okay. the same as 2d10, if you want to... But is it? Yeah, but it just tells you the number, I suppose that you're having to... 17. 17? Yes.
1: Okay, so you have damaged their sensors, uh, which applies to science officer actions and like their ability to scan, maybe navigate, things like that.
3: Hmm. Darn, I was aiming for the engines. I was hoping they'd be venting antimatter.
1: Uh, okay, Uh, And they hit you with the EMP cannon, which uh, means uh, we will randomly determine a ship system and it's going to. uh, Wreck it. Wreck it. Mm -hmm. Yes. 64 is the engines. Uh, So that's going to apply to pilot. So now. The engines are glitching as well. Um, mm, and that's a minus two penalty on piloting checks. Huh. Uh you think that could be repaired for what it's worth because it was inflicted by this status condition. Uh, I think that's the end of the round. Yeah.
0: Everybody's gone.
1: Well, we have some, Bonus surprises, as previously mentioned, by uh, Chuck our Rogers. hosts. Um, <laughs> there are mines, mines. Uh, that are hidden in the asteroid field that start to follow you. Oh, oh no. They look like they're, they're bl- being <laughs> magnetically pulled by your bumpers. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Uh so they will go to the nearest one, two, three, four, five, uh, and blow themselves up.
2: Sweet. We seem to be clear right now. Uh so at the moment.
1: At the moment. So that is going to hit the messia and it goes it always goes towards the aft shields. The aft is the behind, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes. The back shields um and they deal a pretty substantial amount of damage uh so 10 19 24 27 damage to the aft shields for the Myrmesia, uh which doesn't quite reduce those to zero but is a uh, a hefty blow to them nonetheless um and there's another one that is following the Umber Wyvern is right behind it. Uh and uh we're ready for the next round, but I think that might be uh in destined for a future episode. What do you think, Steve? Oh,
0: cliffhanger. Oh, uh, hanging from a cliff. Yeah. Hey, listen, everybody, you can head over to our Discord server for free. There's a link in the show notes. Come and hang out in our Critical Hit chat and um, and talk about all these fun actions that uh, you've been listening to today. Talk about all your love of Drifters. I hear Kevin sometimes shows up in the Discord, uh, so you might be able to harangue him um, about, harangue, harangue, uh, about harangue. this game. Uh, or you might run into uh, any, any one of us uh, over on our Major Spoilers Discord, so go do that. Right now, we want to see as many of you joining that Discord server in the next uh, couple of days. Uh, But until the next time that we meet, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits.
2: This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment,
6: LLC.